to Season 6, Episode 3 of Scott Survive Survivor. My name is Brandon Weber, and today we'll be talking about Episode 3 of Survivor the Amazon, Girl Power. And Scott is here for the Hello. third episode of Season 6. And Scott, what do you know about Girl Power? Girl Power. I know that it is uh, when a girl harnesses the strength that she has within, that every girl has within, and she overcomes uh, survivor challenges specifically. Mm-hmm. That is gr- that is the definition of girl power. Some prefer woman power. Mm-hmm. They find that to be a little more flattering, maybe. I don't know. Can you describe maybe some, I, I would imagine, very physical challenges that this girl power helps uh, these uh, women win? Can you describe what challenges it helps with? Yeah, of course. Um, uh, I... Um, what's the reward challenge? Oh, uh, playing go fish with uh simple items. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have girl power, you can dominate at this. But also, breaking out of the cage that society has placed around you and freeing yourself. So there's a mix of uh both uh kind of lame and kind of awesome. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's a very Can I good just say, yes, on go. the title of this episode, Girl Power, uh, and also the lead-in from the last episode, come on, Survivor, you just spoiled everything that happened. Yeah. In the last, in the next time on Survivor for the last episode, they're like, oh, and the ladies are preparing for the meeting with the men, which kind of a lie because that scene happened after they met the men but also they were clearly using the products that they won in the challenge so i already knew who was going to win that yeah and also the episode's called girl power yeah i was like well probably they'll win all the challenges then yeah yeah it's very funny i was gonna kind of open with that stuff too (laughs) just like the we go to the reward challenge and i'm like wait we haven't seen the ladies like get their hygiene in order for this and then i was like oh that's because they're about to win the hygiene products right now and i knew that immediately i was like wait no they're just gonna win this they (laughs) they just spoiled it they don't they didn't even care brandon that's upsetting to me scott they had to get the scene of jenna and heidi and shauna showering in the next time on because that's a different kind of girl power in the views of CBS, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I have a lot of stuff to say about that scene. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be fun to talk about. Um, we open, though, on Tombaki, and uh, this is the morning of day seven. They did not go to tribal council the night before, but we go straight to them. And they're marking day seven on the tree, and Rob is going to tell us. And on the seventh day, the Lord said to rest, but that's not us. That's not us. No, and he's going to tell us that they have to fix their roof because it leaked a little bit last night, and so they need to do some some repairs on day seven. You know, I think uh, some of us don't even have a roof, so let's not complain about the the slightly leaky one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I think all things considered, their their roof is probably a little better at this point than the ladies. But the women are kind of going to get it together a little bit in this episode. You you hit it right. You hit the nail right on the head when you said they're kind of going to get it together a little bit in this yes. episode. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to give them credit. They're very good at the challenges. They are girl yeah. power. Yeah, and um, so then we get the the Roger versus Daniel sort of. Um, episode one 
or like part one in this episode yeah where roger's gonna go over to daniel and say hey can you get the water here's the jug and daniel says yep sure and uh he doesn't he doesn't move this is kind of the thing where like you know i I, i'm definitely guilty of this when like caroline is like hey can you do this and i'm like yeah yeah yeah, i'll get it done yeah yeah, yeah, but you don't move you don't move immediately right because you're finishing something up maybe doing a duolingo lesson something like that you got to wait a little bit so dan doesn't move and then roger's like do you think you can do it all by yourself and dan's like yeah sure and then he's like okay here's the thing and he's like so are you gonna come with me (laughs) and roger's like you know what i'll just do it myself and it's so funny that like he asked Daniel, can you do it yourself? He says yes. And then he's like, but are you coming with me anyway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting situation. Daniel does not even turn to no. to talk to Roger. No. It, this almost seems like Daniel may have been going to get the water and then now being asked by, by Roger to do it. Just like when like an older brother tells you to like do your chores when you're already about to. Mm-hmm just makes you not want to at all and you just kind of stand there like yeah i'll i'll do my chores with with you of course i will yeah and then i think there's b-roll of a sloth here and i think there is there's definitely some intentionality there on the part of the producers that we're supposed to think that dan is some kind of like very lazy person who doesn't want to do any work yeah i i saw that as well but i never got that at all from anything they showed us no and certainly not from this scene of roger just being a weirdy and going up to daniel like give him 45 seconds to like you know finish whatever he's like doing if he's like picking a i don't know what he was doing like doing some sort of camp work or just kind of like getting his bearings and just like relaxing for a bit or something yeah um give him a second before right. like oh okay fine i'll just do it if you won't do it it's like he might as he might have done it right there's such a there's a way more chill way to go about it where you don't have to be like a weird drill sergeant and you just say hey hey daniel hey man i, I was gonna go get some water in a second you, you down and right. then daniel goes yeah i'm down and then in a second you go get the water and everything's fine yeah and you don't make a weird deal about it but i guess it worked out for him yeah I roger guess, that is i guess so yeah <laughs> and you know, here's kind of like the, you know, I think this is where Roger says a very uh, unfortunate line of like, I'm tempted to slap Daniel around. And then I think he says like, I just want to give him like a Kung Fu chop. I think that's yeah. here. And that's um, obviously, you know, due to Dan being like the one person of like Asian descent on the tribe. We find out later that he like he is part Chinese. And so... Yeah, yeah, I I mean, I choose to believe that Roger intentionally chose that uh, that version of physical mm. violence uh, as like a reference. Um, I don't know. What did you think when you heard that? Oh, I mean, I thought the exact same thing. Like immediately, it's uh, you know, you get to know somebody uh, pretty quickly when they uh, they tell you all about uh, just what they believe about other people and people groups and yeah it's it's not surprising at all to hear that from him but it is it's like it's pretty disappointing i would say your winner pick roger sexton brandon don't don't do this <laughs> not in front of our listeners <laughs> uh, they don't know they yeah. don't know that i picked him at some point i'm gonna do like a ranking of your winner picks and that's gonna i'm very excited to do that <laughs> oh man 
this is this is my least favorite winter pick. <laughs> and you've had some rough ones too. I've had some rough ones. Yeah. I um, can't believe I picked Roger. <laughs> I I even knew. I was like, yeah, he's he's kind of he's a little rough around the edges. I didn't know in by episode three he would be like one of my least favorite. I would take Tom over Roger at this point from I, uh, the Outback. I was no, thinking Africa. Yeah, I was thinking today. I was like, is Roger the person that Scott meant to pick, or is this another situation? Oh, I picked so horribly. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. Dan, though, isn't going to have nothing to say about Roger. He tells us in confessional that uh, Roger's barking orders at people and he smells like spoiled vinegar. Um, I like the smell of regular vinegar, but I don't have much experience with spoiled vinegar. But I can't imagine it smells great to most people who don't even like the smell of regular vinegar. To me, yeah, I I feel like you wouldn't want to smell like any vinegar. Mm -hmm. I I think the smell of regular vinegar is, is... it's it's okay, you know. I wouldn't want to smell like that anyway. But right. that's a that's a it's 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 very funny the way Daniel is matter of factly saying like he just smells like spoiled vinegar. Like I can tell that Roger definitely does smell exactly like spoiled vinegar. You know, yeah. Daniel's not making like hyperbole here. No, he definitely knows exactly what spoiled vinegar smells like, <laughs> and Roger smells like that. So. Um, and then we do get into this really, really powerful, amazing scene with uh, Matthew and Dan. Matthew's yeah, kind of be Matthew's kind of going to be um, Dan's like one sort of bridge to the rest of the tribe. And they actually both speak Mandarin. It turns out, and I think Matthew like they're talking in English, and then Matthew just all of a sudden switches to Mandarin. And I think yeah. this is like a really cool moment for Dan to share this because in no way would he have expected uh, anybody else on his tribe to be able to speak Mandarin with him. Yeah, I feel like that's, it's, I mean, Mandarin is a commonly spoken language in the world, but I feel like the the odds of, of one of these tribe members knowing Mandarin as well is really low. It almost seems like he was sought out for this a mm. little bit. Like most people don't speak it, most Americans don't speak more than one language. So to find two that speak the same language that most Americans also don't speak is like, okay, it seems like th- there was a matchup found here. Yeah, I maybe. Know. I If that's the case, I think I actually commend them because um, Dan will go into kind of being the one person who like looks different than the rest of the tribe. Like yeah. that might still be true, but at least like somebody is there who kind of shares this thing with him that you know can make it easier to kind of like integrate to this kind sure. of setting so if that is i don't i don't know um mm-hmm. like how intentional it was like how much the casting people knew about matthew's ability to speak some mandarin but in any case this is like one of my favorite scenes of uh the season so far wow, because yeah. yeah they get to have this moment and even if somebody else were there they can perfectly share this without mm. you know anybody listening in brandon Watching this scene made me think that uh, Daniel and Matthew were going to go to the very end together. But then Matthew just votes for Daniel yeah. later in the episode. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. I have my theories uh, as to like why Matthew in particular joins everybody else voting for him. But yeah, it is, it is strange. I was expecting at the end 
that it, it would be a five to two vote, but no, it's just straight uh, six to one vote. Ooh. Yeah. Um, let's go to Jabiru for the first time in the episode, and we get the kind of the opening uh, of their tribe is what we got in the next time on, where Gene is like, we're so pathetic, and our hygiene is terrible. They show that there are like wasps on their uh, cooking pot or the pot for boiling water, and they try to tra trap them in the pot uh, because Shauna's allergic to bees, but they're just easily like flying out. It doesn't it doesn't work at all. And then they I, have another tarantula. Yes, go yeah, ahead. Sam. They do have another tarantula. I don't mean to uh, show my ignorance here. Is being allergic to bees the same as being allergic to wasps? I don't know. I I'm, thought those were two different guys. I, they're definitely two different. I mean, there's multiple types of bees, right? Like, is she allergic to bumblebees? Or is this, like, any kind of thing in the bee family? Mm. I don't know. I mean, we anyway. We'll still, get, we'll I guess she doesn't want to. We'll get Sean. She doesn't want to find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll get her on the, the the podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and their food is completely contaminated. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's inedible. It seems it's gross. It looks really bad. It's moldy, and there's you know the tarantulas just keep getting on their food container, and it's just like everything is terrible. They have not taken care of their camp at all. Yeah, they've been here for a week now. Yeah. They're going to need a lot more food. Yeah. And their food is ruined. Well, so. you you were predicting that the tribes would switch up this week. That didn't happen, but maybe they're like, eh, our food can go out and we'll switch tribes and maybe we'll get to share the other food. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll happen. Yeah. And then uh, we talked about Jean likes to censor herself when she talks. Did you notice that she does it again in this episode? No, I, I didn't notice. She's talking about uh, that they need to have a meeting to get their things in order. <laughs> that is such a funny self-censorship. Are things in order? Yeah. Like, you know exactly what she wanted to say, yeah. but she stops herself. It's great. Yeah, it, yeah, that is great. Yeah. So they're going to lead, they're going to have this meeting. Gene leads it, and they have agreed, um, Gene and Joanna, strategically to initiate Dina as their leader because they don't want to be the leader. The leader will be kind of bossing people around. They'll be in the limelight, and they'll be maybe like a potential target. And Dina knows this, but she kind of has no choice but to accept this role because she's kind of the only one nominated. Yeah they they meant some words here they're like ah oh, we don't really more uh, i think we need more of a delegator yes. leader that's not really the right word and dina does not she's very wary of being pinned as a leader but of course that's going to happen if she's yeah. the one giving people jobs to do and they're listening to her right and she's already been seen as kind of like a little bit on the bossier side and so yeah she definitely is you know in a spot that she doesn't want to be in to her credit it seems like she somewhat like we said somewhat gets things uh in order as gene yeah. might say oh, yeah. and they they kind of start to do better at camp um but yeah she clearly didn't want this role right so, yeah who was it do you know who it was that they had to wake up for the meeting it was shauna shauna yeah, yeah. I, I liked that little bit of debate, like, oh, but Shauna's asleep, and they're like, wake her up. Yeah, wake her up right now. <laughs> we need to do this. Yeah, and we'll see in the preview that Shauna might not be doing so well. 
Uh, mm-hmm. She's like looking, looking, I don't know, looking rough. So uh, let's go to the reward challenge. And at this point, we know that the women are going to win because yeah. how are they going to clean themselves? Thank you, CBS. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe instead of uh, reacting in uh, to the episode, we just react to the next time on if you're going to say everything that happens in it. <laughs> yeah. Huh? And, and in the title <laughs> of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just we'll see the title of the episode. We'll be like, oh, girl power. I guess the girls win. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, they win the hygiene con- contest and they, they take a bath in the water. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, done. Yeah, I have in all caps. This was so misleading in the preview. Yeah, it was, but at the same time, I was led right to what what happened. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to be thirty five matching pairs of items, uh, hygiene items, in the in their boxes. They're each going to have a box, and it's going to be a mixer where all of the remaining uh, tribe members are competing at the same time, and they can ask. It's basically go fish, and you have to ask. You know, do you have a soap? And then they're like, nope. And uh, so th- this is fun because the guys and the girls too have been excited to kind of like get to interact with each other. Having they haven't on. really much before. No, no, they haven't. Um, and th- it creates a lot of funny moments that uh, are very memorable for me. Like uh, Dan is the first one to go, I think, and he calls Shauna the really cute girl with the curly hair. And uh, then he'll. This will create very many scenes later of people reflecting on their good fortune during this challenge. Yeah. Did you yeah, have any favorite moments here? Um, I think uh, Rob being so like genuinely excited to yeah. hear that. Oh, he's been talked about. Which it doesn't. I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> I didn't but know either. But he's getting so much fuel from it, and it's that's entertaining. I think uh, for this challenge, if it was just the challenge by itself, it would pretty much be the worst challenge in all of Survivor. So I, it did seem like they were kind of like hoping there would be some like of this conversation stirred up, which of course there would be. Right. And then they can just play the like salsa music over it. And it's like, oh, yeah. look, romance is in the air. Look at, look at, look at, uh, you know who is that alex look at alex smiling he's smiling oh my oh, gosh alex has the biggest smile on his face several times during this challenge it's so he funny. does it it is it's funny for that reason yeah just like how like gleeful all the guys are yeah i think my favorite part is rob asking heidi for conditioner and she doesn't have any and then like a oh, couple yeah. a couple people later dan is like Heidi, do you have conditioner? And Rob's like, I just asked her for that. <laughs> and he just wanted to ask Heidi for something. <laughs> he yeah. was not paying attention to the game at all. Yeah, that is hilarious. Yeah, and then um, Shauna later asks Rob for conditioner. <laughs> and and he's already had his taken by, I think, Dina. And he's yeah. like, uh, somebody already took mine, and Heidi doesn't have it either. So I, re- I really liked that, uh, <laughs> that little little kind of, I don't know, group of people trying to get conditioner from each other. Yeah. And here's where Jeff is going to have some, he's going to insert himself into the conversation. He's like, you know, Rob, does this kind of witty rep- repartee usually work? And Rob says, amazingly, Jeff, it doesn't. 
and this is where your your moment comes out and there jenna's like no you should hear we talk about him at our camp like we like him yeah and, and everybody's Rob like rabasu <laughs> so what is rabasu there's a background about this i'm pretty sure there's some type of food on the island uh, that's like a, a a nut called like a rabasu or something uh oh. something like that so i think i think i've heard that so um and here's where Rob is like, dear God, I hope there's a merger. But, but <laughs> yeah. as we know, Scott, whose side is God on in this game? Uh, Joanna. Joanna's side, that's true. Yeah, he should be saying, dear God, I hope I, there's a merger and I'm on Joanna's team. <laughs> yeah. So the men start out pretty well in this challenge, but the women pass them, probably because the men are too focused on trying to talk to these women, not really paying attention to the game. And so the women are going to win the the hygiene items, and that's that's pretty much it for this. And it's I I, I really like getting to this part. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I don't so much like the after like after effects of having this challenge, where the men are just like going back into their episode one sort of attitudes about just yeah. like oh all these girls love us and we're going to get with them and let's talk about the magic eight ball and all that stuff, but. And like talking about the girls they don't like as well. Like, nah, I'm not a fan of Joanna. Yeah, why didn't they no. like? Why didn't they like Joanna? Like, I didn't. Maybe they just didn't show something that she did. But the only thing I saw was her like holding the um, uh, item out of Roger's reach when he uh, like asks her for something, and she's like, you know, taller than he is. So yeah. I don't know. It's very like boys versus girls again. Like you can't you can't reach it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's it or maybe she did something else maybe they that just don't every... like maybe they don't like her yelling hallelujah every five seconds yeah when it, that would be annoying when the other team wins like hallelujah yeah. the lord has chosen my team over yeah. yours yeah and they're gonna talk about this mm -hmm. at Tom Bikini when they get back like you know uh, it was fun except like we didn't like Joanna so much and yeah I don't I don't have too many notes on this night night scene at uh tom Bikey. do you have anything um yeah they just kind of talked about the different uh their different interests as we were talking about this is uh where butch is interviewed <laughs> yeah. and he's like they're like butch like we don't know what question they ask but they're basically like butch what do you think about the ladies and he's like he he's like i don't know what he, he says he's like 58 or something and he's like i'm not supposed to look at stuff like that but i'm not dead yet or something like that i don't know yeah that's true like, i can't believe I he's missed got a big old one. grin on his face yeah he's like you know i'm not supposed to look at stuff like that but like i'm not dead and you know jenna's a hottie or whatever i think he uses the word hottie i don't know i don't know i don't know probably not it's butch he's not allowed to say that word he's a principal he's a he's a redneck illinois principal from olney <laughs> <laughs> right yeah uh, if you've joined us just for this episode, that is that is callbacks to things that we've talked about in the past. I don't actually believe that Butch is a redneck. Uh, right. Yeah. Then we go to Jabaru on day eight, and here's the bathing scene, the famous bathing scene. Um, but first, it's Christy, Jean, and Dina bathing, and uh, they're you know they're like distanced from the quote younger cuter girls as Heidi will go into it and you know they don't really want to be a part of that sort of like weird 
bathing situation, I guess, is Christy is especially like weirded out by uh, Jenna, Heidi, and Shauna bathing together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so wait. There, I actually did don't remember this. There was like a pre-bathing scene. Yeah, there's like two bathing groups, and the first group is like Christy, Jean, and Dina. I don't know where Joe, which if Joanna is in either group, but. There's Christy, Jean, and Dina bathing. Oh, because Christy wasn't invited. Yeah, she says to... I wasn't invited to like oh. the, you know, the quote unquote like hot girl bathing situation. Yeah. And Heidi will basically say like, yeah, we're in our own group. Like we're the younger girls, we're the cuter girls. We have better bodies, and like we're we don't know why that's like such a crime and they they like judge us and stuff so we just went to bathe on our own um i think she might be like interpreting something that might not be there yeah reading in a little too much to things because it was very strange to hear that's like what do you what what why why does this never happen on survivor it's just this when when all the girls are in one place and where all the boys are in one place really new dynamics start coming up like this yeah that just seems so strange to me we haven't seen this before in the no. first five and a, five seasons of survivor yeah, yeah. this this scene w w with the bathing is just so weird to me the camera angles especially just yeah. like the way it zooms and stuff in the fact I had to rewind it to show Ruby this. There's like an overhead shot. They brought in a helicopter for this. They're right. like, we got to get every angle. Get the Why? chopper. How, how fast is this chopper on call? Or did they know about the bathing party way before this happened? I thought like you had to get like fuel and like you got to make sure the weather's okay and stuff. Yeah, but they just have like a chopper up there like the girls are bathing like, <laughs> it's so weird yeah it's like they got the like you know code whatever on the on the walkie talkies and they're like get the chopper here immediately yeah it's so bizarre I don't it, this scene came out of nowhere it's just in I don't know ah it's it, it makes me uncomfortable Brandon yeah yeah it's uh I think yeah the the part about like we are this like cuter group is like so yeah. weird it's like it is it is girl power versus women woman power again it's like this, these are such like childish statements yeah yeah um i think that's everything from jabaru on that day maybe they show mm -hmm. a little bit of their them getting it together but i i don't think so i think it's just the bathing right now and then yeah. later later they'll get to the uh the working at the camp uh yeah. we go back to tambaki and there's going to be a couple different um, strategy conversations, uh, one between Matthew and Dave and the other between Rob and Alex. And I'm pretty sure they're kind of like interspersed with each other and we're like cutting back and forth between yep. the two. Um, did anything here stick out in, in the either of these two conversations? Yeah, I mean, so Roger and, and Matthew are uh, or Roger's really just talking to Matthew and saying how much he doesn't like Dan he doesn't work and stuff and like and Matthew didn't really stand up for him that much hmm. I feel like I think was it Matthew Dave though I think it's Dave was it with not Dave? Roger I don't think Roger's here maybe he is oh oh yeah yeah so Dave wants Dan out right yeah yeah because he and yeah. Roger that's I feel right. like that's are right. pretty close yeah that's right that's right yeah, but Matthew's like listening and he's not 
he's not really making any strides to like defend him. I th- I think Matthew is is probably playing Survivor pretty hard here. I I do think he does have like an affinity with uh with Daniel, mm-hmm. but he's not gonna he's not gonna sacrifice the game for that. True. Yeah, and Dave is clearly not in on the potential counter alliance that they're gonna consider getting together here, right? Like it's kind of like the Roger, Butch, and Dave is kind of like one group, right. and they're pretty set on like voting against Dan. Um, mm-hmm. But then, but then the interesting conversation—I think the more interesting conversation here—is like the Rob and Alex stuff, where they're yeah. like, you know, I think we might be able to do something to get rid of a certain someone and things would be a lot different around here and rob's like are you talking about roger and alex is like yep and rob's like oh i would like i would love to do that i'm really happy to hear you say that like i think you're the best player here i think is where this this happens and he's like i think like people underestimate me so we could be like a good team together and i i always want this to come through in this episode like i i think it makes for a more interesting thing if they actually do get the the Roger out here as opposed to Dan. I mean, I was hoping until the very end that that would happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I really thought it would be Daniel at the end just because, um, all it's always the good ones that go first. Yeah. Or second. Yeah. Or second. Yeah. Ryan was the true good one on this tribe. That's right. Yeah. He was our. A little baby boy. Yeah. They are going to catch a few fish, a few little fish here. Um, it's kind of like the first time that they've actually gotten some legitimate uh, fish. I don't think it's quite to the extent that the women actually catch fish later in this episode, um, but they do get to eat a little bit. It was a really good idea to make a soup out of it because I feel like you're going to be able to appreciate so much more of the meat, even though you're not getting really any meat, but yeah. like making a broth out of it the best you can and then you know putting other things into that instead of just little tiny little dipping dots of meat yeah and that's all you get right like we saw the girls try to eat that tiny fish and it was was, really gross it was revolting yeah (laughs) and i think this is where is rob talking about like matthew is like a chef and he he's like complaining about like he doesn't or not really complaining but he's like lamenting that they don't have the proper equipment for him to make something really delicious and they don't have the spices and he's like this is really primitive and everything and he's like apologizing for it and they're like yeah we we're okay with primitive it's fine yeah well, you know, Brandon, only a poor chef blames his tools. We've seen chefs in Survivor blame their tools, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have. Yeah. At least he's not making sticky rice right now. No, he's not making white rice or brown rice. We the yield doesn't matter, and there's no <laughs> culpster to get mad at him. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. And there's no. Uh, oh no! What's her name? J. Jen, mm-hmm. Jenna. Jenna. Nope. That's. Uh, J- J- Jenny, her name is Jan. Oh, there's we've, too many Jane this names is in the, my head. We've done this before. <laughs> I know. I know I've forgotten her name before. <laughs> yeah. The, I'm sorry. Uh, I, the villainess. I think it's better if I forget it yeah. and we just move on. <laughs> just move on. All right. We some, won't even. Some things weren't made to stay in my brain, you yeah, know? I guess not. Um, yeah. So I think I think that's everything on Tombaki. And then we uh, see a little bit on Jabiru on day nine. 
and they are you know running running smoother dina's kind of like you know you do this you do that and i i wrote that they even had like a trashing the camp from uh tarzan are you familiar with that song from tarzan with the gorillas like making music in the human camp as they like destroy it i'm not have you seen tarzan no i'm i grew up on george of the jungle okay well (laughs) which is like live action tarzan with brendan frazier instead of uh instead of animated instead of animated yeah yeah well you should listen or watch the trashing the camp scene and see if you are reminded of this scene at the women's camp because like they're putting all the sound effects of all the things they're doing like ripping the branches and you know pouring the water and they're putting it all together and it makes like a music score sort of and they're doing real music like in addition to make it more musical but i thought it was really really well done it was well done but it totally seems like something that would have been like so cool in 2002 or three or whatever what what year is it now what year is it now or in in survivor (laughs) survivor times i think it's 2003 2003 yeah that would have been like a super bowl commercial and everyone would have been like oh my gosh yes they made the cutting sound like the beats of the song yeah that's amazing jabaru is on the upswing It's a lot of fun, and we will come back to uh, Jabru for one last thing before tree mail after this. On Jabaru, the women, like I mentioned earlier, they're going to catch a lot more fish uh, than the men did. They're going to get some pretty big fish, it looked like, also. And I was pretty impressed with uh, Joanna, Jean, and Christy uh, with their fishing ability. I thought they did they did pretty well. Leads to more hallelujahs from Joanna. <laughs> and oh glories. Oh glory also. Yeah, don't forget, don't forget oh glory. <laughs> uh, God is on their side. And uh, I think actually I forgot to mention earlier. I'm pretty sure Rob says that like I didn't know God had or Jesus had a vested interest in Survivor, but like from what I've seen, Jesus was a dude, so I think he would be rooting for the guys to win. <laughs> That's that is a very important quote to go over because yeah. it's so good. How is that man? He is filled with so many good quotes. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He starts this episode out with that. Uh, the seventh, on the seventh day, the, the Lord rested, but we're not the Lord. It's so good. He's very familiar with uh with his his Bible quotes, I guess. Like yeah. <laughs> Jesus was a man, God rested on the seventh day. He's got he it got all down, lot, I think. Yeah. He got a lot of his uh his early comedic inspiration from just going to Sunday school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so very very fun there. 
and we get tree mail and here's where there's a very obvious dichotomy or portrayed dichotomy between the the men and the women because the women are like they're like an army and they're like doing their like they're marching yeah they're strapping up i don't know if they brought their machetes like the guys did in episode one but they don't need their stinking machetes Uh, maybe the guys should have brought their machetes for this challenge because (laughs) they can't cut this rope um so they're like you know they're they're playing like the drum like the drum march uh behind them and they're you know they're marching together getting ready and the guys are talking to the magic eight ball again yeah they're not even going there they're They're not not even even walking there no they're just sitting there with their eight ball asking about the girls this is ridiculous to me (laughs) i'm sorry no amount of editing can make this look like this is actually what happened they are what one on one side they're walking to the challenge and on the other they're hanging out at the camp you could easily just switch that and show the 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 ladies hanging out and then the guys heading (laughs) to you know heading in okay so you're saying this editing is silly i think it might be exaggerating just a little bit Mm -hmm. but i do think that that's kind of the narrative of the episode like the girls are getting it together and the guys are they're they're just failing because they can't get over themselves they're just there to look at girls and they're on a tribe without any so what are they to do but ask their eight ball about them it's lucky they brought (laughs) they had the eight ball because they'd be really bored without that thing it is uh 100 of their entertainment yes it is yeah maybe daniel and matthew should teach mandarin instead and they could do language lessons instead of uh asking the eight ball about these girls oh my gosh that would be so cool if they're like doing the challenges speaking mandarin yeah and the girls are like what are they how do they how should they do this yeah how do they know another language (laughs) yeah um let's go to this immunity challenge there's a lot of weird like parts of this challenge. I don't quite know like what all the different phases are, and I don't think the men did either. So maybe that's maybe that's a clue as to why the men were not doing so well. Is that I had no idea really what was going on here. Yeah. Like they have, just have to untie knots and get a knife and cut some rope. But yes, the the, the way it's described is so much more complicated. Like phase one, you're gonna <laughs> have to do this untie these do this chop these and then we watch it and they're like okay they're just untying and chopping whenever they can yeah exactly so uh the 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 gist of the challenge is they're trapped in a cage and jeff is gonna weirdly like compare this to being trapped on an island with strangers and like oh this challenge is reminiscent of you being trapped in the amazon with people that you don't know and i'm like it's the same group that they're trapped in the, like it is the exact yeah, that, that's group. already happening sir <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't quite understand why jeff was like so excited about this analogy yeah but, these this is like this seems like this is the premise of the entire game jeff yeah yeah so they're trapped in a cage there's knots there's a knife uh there are more knots there's some rope and the women are going to do a lot better than the men once they get their knife free because it seems like they're much e- much more easily able to cut through this rope and the guys yeah. are like sawing this thing for the whole really rest of the challenge. Really having trouble. Yeah. Why is it yeah, so I tough? Think, so I think the guys 
cut the wrong rope to begin with, mm. or at least they didn't like cut it fully and they thought they had, and that slowed them down. I don't know. Though. It's very strange. I couldn't figure out like why is it taking these guys so long? They they've been cutting down the whole Amazon jungle with their machetes at camp like, and bragging why, about it. Why can't they cut this rope? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So the girls started out sawing it, and I was like, "That's ridiculous! You have to hack it. It's yeah. a machete. That's what it's for." And the guys were doing that, and then they switched to sawing. Yeah, it worked for the girls. So then the guys kind of switched to sawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but the girls pretty much just uh, dominate the rest of the challenge. They get like they're bored free. They're getting their keys, and the guys are still poor guys are still trying to saw this rope. And yeah, the women win their second challenge of the episode, and fourth out of five total so far. And uh, the only challenge the guys have won was like looking around a hut and remembering things about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is. I think what we've seen in this episode is. The guys are actually just used to losing because yeah. they barely even talk about how bad it hurts to lose to women now. And they're just like, yeah, makes sense that we lost. We we suck. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They they kind of look we skipped over. They had um they had added a Tambaki feather to the to the immunity idol. And so it had like blue on it. And then at the end of the challenge, the women are like, here, take your feather back and they don't even seem that bummed out that they're losing yeah. they're like i kind of like these girls like good for them for beating us like it's <laughs> right. not that big of a deal exactly yeah and I, I don't know it's it it also they only focused on who the men were going to vote out for this entire episode so it just it was another like cue for me like of course the women are going to win here and the men are going to be the ones that have to vote roger or daniel off yeah sometimes i feel like it could go either way where like if we're getting stuff at camp at the men then like because we're gonna get stuff later from the women if they have to go to tribal council it can kind of go either way um because there are definitely there have been some episodes like early on in survivors history where like they don't really talk about the vote that much yeah and so but I know what you mean as far as like we've gotten the setup for Roger versus Dan and if it doesn't happen in this episode then it would kind of feel like what was the point right um, why did we focus on that storyline right there could have been yeah more stuff about the women like still having conflict as opposed to them getting it together so yeah I mean it's called girl power they just went full full in on, on the spoilery type things yeah. which you know is fine every so often because they try to mislead us a lot so that's true yeah uh, they might be trying to like mis- misdirect by making it so obvious that we're like surely it can't be that because they always mislead us but we were not right. fooled be misleading by not be not being misleading right i'm too simple for that yes if you say something i will believe it no matter what yeah like the return of the jerky episode title (laughs) i did believe that yeah yeah uh well let's let's look at the believe in yourself banner because that is the thing that they always like to show when the men come back from a losing challenge it just looks so sad yeah it's like uh it's like getting a participation ribbon. Like it's just a, a sad pat on the back. Like hang in there, guys. Yeah. One of these days, believe in yourself. You'll win. Yeah. So they get back to camp, and here's what they talk about. Like, yeah, the Lord is on their side. Like, what can we do? Like, 
uh, we, we just are incapable of, be of beating these people because they have the Lord with Joanna. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to get into will it be Dan or will it be Roger? Uh, there's a few different strategy conversations here. Rob and Dan are going to talk, and essentially the, the gist of this conversation is Rob kind of wants to help Dan out, but he's not going to do it. Like, he can't do it all by himself, and he's not going to be kind of like the one person right. to go against the majority. So he's going to need more things to happen in order for him to save Dan. And Dan's going to relay this to Alex. He says, Rob told me, like, he's with you, like, whatever way you vote, he's going to vote. If you vote me out, he votes me out. So Dan is very clearly aware of the potential for himself to be the target. Uh, Roger, on the other hand, I don't I don't think feels that as much. So it is he interesting. Feel that he doesn't feel threatened as much. No, he doesn't. Yeah. And I think uh, interspersed into here is maybe some stuff with Dave being like, there's a lot more going on here than I initially thought because like apparently Alex and Rob are talking about voting out Roger and like I never would have like seen that coming. Uh, so D Dave is starting to be alerted to the Welcome fact. to the game. Yeah, Dave. welcome to Survivor. Day, you know, day 8 and 9, you're you're finally realizing what's going on. And then I think the last conversation is between Alex and Roger and they're basically going to say like I can't wait to get or Roger's going to say like I can't wait to get rid of Dan like you know um, we're, we're going to be much better off without him kind of thing I, d I don't understand how they could be better off without him I mean if someone's not doing anything and then they get kicked off now you just have that the same amount of work getting done right. if that is really what was happening right yeah yeah so yeah. did you feel like Dan was the person who was going to go uh, going into tribal council, I, I definitely did. Okay. Just based on the wishy-washiness around siding with him. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, I'd love to, man. Just as long as everyone else is in. Yeah. Like, okay, well, that just tells me that that's probably not going to happen. So in episode one, the guys went to tribal council and Rob was very much like, I'm tricking everybody. You know, I'm, I said mm -hmm. both to both sides, I would do what they want. But then, and then he votes in a way that, like, there was barely a majority there. Like, it was kind of 50 50. But then here, he's like so concerned with like whatever the majority is doing. Like, maybe he's trying to like kind of not be the person every vote who's like trying to switch things up. I don't know. I just found that yeah. interesting that he's he's so like majority focused in this episode. I don't know. Rob does have that scene where he's like, yeah. Roger's about to blow up on Dan, and I really hope that happens. Yeah, he's like, it's good for me if two people yeah. are fighting. It, but then, so, really so, happen. but then, you know, unfortunately for Rob, one of those people is going to be gone now. So, like, there's oh. there's less of a chance for them to, they, like, they won't be fighting. They're uh, not going to be fighting. No. <laughs> he's so, going to have to wait for a reunion for that to happen again. Yeah. So we go to tribal council. Yeah, so Jeff asks how, them how they're doing, kind of, and then Rob, like, says, I think he points that question at Rob, and Rob's basically like, we're not feeling that good. We, we could be doing a lot better. Someone, I think maybe it's Rob that says it feels like we're letting down an entire gender, or maybe that was Roger. Yeah, I think they get into Roger still being the person that's like, 
I'm really still not used to like losing to girls at things. Yeah. And he's kind of the only one at this point who's still like talking in the in that way because I think everybody's started to realize like oh crap, like we actually are just getting beat. Like it's not just like kind of luck of the draw on the first challenge or first couple yeah. challenges like this is this is kind of a very uneven game so far. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it is mostly just Roger. I think uh, Jeff kind of poses the question to the men, like, what about fishing? How has fishing been going? He, like, asks Matthew, like, how much fishing do you do a day? And he's like, oh, you know, like, an hour, two hours. We're not really catching anything. We'll come in early. And he feels, you can tell Matthew feels a little bit guilty because he's kind of like, yeah, we could we could really be fishing more. Like, they're not catching anything, but it's because they're really really not trying to yeah i think at first he's like is everybody doing uh you know everybody doing enough and i'm pretty <laughs> sure like at first they start saying like yeah we're we're all spending some time doing this and then yeah they he kind of drills down into matthew and matthew's like we're doing it but you know it's not like we're we have so many other things that we're doing that prevent us from going fishing like we know by watching it that they are spending a lot of time just sitting there asking the magic eight ball stupid questions about right. their relationship prospects after the game so they could definitely be spending some of that time fishing because i think they're talking about that they're very hungry uh, mm -hmm. and and you know that's that's why they get into the fishing conversation and I, actually I think that's accurate yeah to go back i think uh dave is the the person who also brings up that um the eight guys don't like to lose against eight girls. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Roger's the one who... Jeff is actually saying, you're letting down an entire gender. Oh, it was Jeff who said that? Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I, I do remember that. And I think, I think... I don't think Jeff believes that. I think he's just saying that from their point of view. They probably believe that. And he's like, you guys, you're doing this for the guys. And... Yeah, we didn't really talk about this, but I think there was like some type of special on MTV or something before the season with former uh, survivors where they were talking about this upcoming Battle of the Sexes survivor what? season. Yeah, I can't believe I haven't brought that up, and I don't, I, I don't remember watching it, and I don't, I don't know if I can find it. I'll try to find it uh, before, before next next episode. So, um, everybody knew about this before the season started. I think. Wow. Yeah. I'm getting so many surprises. I'm getting surprises that no one's gotten before. Yeah. So they they are yeah talking about that fishing stuff. But then uh, Roger is asked if he went fishing today, and Roger's like, "No, I'm not a fisherman." And uh, yeah, that was that was before the thing with Matthew. But I thought it was worth worth bringing up. Um, yeah, that's so funny because it's like, well, are you a uh, a guy that lives in the amazon and builds his own shelter and right. like scavenges for food and stuff like you're gonna have to put on that hat sir right <laughs> yeah and then we'll talk to daniel about uh his feeling towards like friendships on the tribe and he hasn't right. he's bonded with matthew uh matthew was born in hong kong and he says he's probably more chinese than i am and so they he brings up that they can speak chinese together and you know this is kind of where he goes into like i'm the one person who looks different than the rest mm. of the tribe 
and that's tough because I'm 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 from the U.S., but I I still look different and I stand out before we even talk to each other. And Rob kind of I think just goes into some a pretty unfortunate knowing what we know about Roger, uh, like a kind of unfortunately timed, you know, speech about nobody has intentionally treated Daniel differently because of his yeah. race. Yeah. Um, but we know that Roger has said some really off-color things that kind of reference Chinese culture or Asian culture in general. And right. so it's kind of like we're led to believe that maybe Roger has potentially had a vendetta against Daniel subconsciously or consciously because of his race. Um, yeah. Rob probably isn't that in tune with that but at no. the same time why do you just defend everybody you don't know you don't need to going on. Y- yeah you don't need to defend everyone here nobody's asking nobody's accusing rob of anything right. daniel's kind of just expressing how he personally feels and that's not really the time to like kind of defend yourself and defend the rest yeah. of the tribe say like well actually i know for a fact that none of that has ever happened to you like okay yeah. okay rob yeah he does say yeah, I don't think, but then before that he said that is completely false. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. And, you know. He should have asked his eight ball first. He should have. Has anybody on this tribe? Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll probably, it's probably not a good question to ask the eight ball. Yeah, maybe not. And then Roger is asked about Dan. Jeff no- notices that there's friction. Uh, friction between them and Dan uh, Roger talks about the water incident and he just didn't like the way that Dan handled that situation and so he did he got it himself and then Dan will fight back with like Roger's just ordering us around and so friendships out the window he says or maybe Mm -hmm. Jeff says friendships out the window yeah yeah he's like so yeah but it I mean it certainly is after yeah. the results of the vote dan was saying it just in so many words of like yeah. yeah we we just don't get along which is fine not everybody has to get along with everybody in the world so uh, it's just unfortunate that maybe some of the reasoning behind it is not super great yeah i would have uh I, I like to think that if they had been on there long enough they would have eventually been become unlikely friends maybe Let's get to the vote. We won't get that chance to see them last nope. because <laughs> the vote is between the two of them. Uh, Dan votes for Roger. Uh, he says, you've been out here six days too long. Talk to you later. And then Roger votes for Dan. He says, you're out of your element and you have not been a team player. And yeah. that's We don't see any are, other ones. Yeah, that's it. Um, the rest, would, seeing the rest would give it away because they all vote for Dan besides Dan's vote for Roger. They open with the vote for Dan, vote for Roger, then three Dan votes, and we don't see the last two, but they were also for Dan. Yeah, I I did make sure that we made that we could that we figured out who Matthew voted for, and ah, uh, too bad. Yeah, too bad he voted for Dan. I didn't check if anybody had some weird spellings, but Roger and Dan are pretty pretty easy names. So sometimes people insert a D. Uh, into Roger. Mm-hmm. Roger yeah. from season two had a D in there. See, that makes it complicated. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for more on that. <laughs> and wait, w- wait, really? 
I don't know. Can oh. you believe anything I say? No. No. <laughs> so let's get to Dan's final words. He says, um, I don't regret a thing. I don't know what I could have done better. I tried my best at first, you know, to start a coup, but it kind of fell through. I didn't mean that anybody, you know, knowingly made me an outcast of the group, but it's who you relate with. And with eight people, you know, you're not going to be able to relate with everybody. Roger, somebody made a stop payment on your reality check. That's all I got to say. Whoa. Mike that sounds drop. like a sick burn. Yeah. <laughs> the check? I don't know what a stop check is, though. It's gotta oh, a be... stop. What does he say? A stop payment. Stop payment on your reality check. Yeah, so the check is will not be cashed. Right, cannot be cashed. He no. can't get that reality check because it is a sick burn. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dan. I I enjoyed Dan in this episode. I thought he, from a TV perspective, gets the best of Roger. Like he doesn't vote Roger out, but I think we're all, we're all supposed to be at least twenty years later for sure on the Dan <laughs> side of things here in the Dan versus Roger argument. And like I said, I always want a Dan to win out here. Yeah, me too. And Roger was my winner pick. So. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I pick Roger? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he is getting the people that he wants to get out out. But I mean, it's episode three. True. Yeah. Next time they are going to deal with like the deadliest fish. They're going to show some piranha scenes. It's scary stuff, huh? That's very scary. I, I'm actually surprised it's taken this long for piranha to appear in uh, an Amazon themed survivor season, but maybe they're not as common as they thought they were in, in the Amazon Jeff, I think mentioned them early, like at the beginning and like the opening, but yeah, yeah. we haven't seen any. I don't think we've even had B-roll of piranhas yet. Maybe we'll see a piranha soup in the next episode. Maybe. They need better spices, though. And, <laughs> and then Shauna on Jabaru wants out. She looks really tired and exhausted and not great. She just straight up, straight up says she wants to go home. Yeah. And she's like crying. Yeah. Maybe could she's this be using uh, another misdirect. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It could be a, mis a misdirect. It could be uh, someone using reverse psychology and thinking if I tell them to vote me out, they will want to keep me in. Right. Yeah. Mm. That's like a, a thousand IQ. It is. BB did that. It didn't work for him. No, but you know, <laughs> times have changed. Times maybe. have changed. This is season six, not season one. This is one. season six. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Scott, what's your, at three episodes in, how are we feeling about season six compared to maybe season five or just overall? What do you, what do you like? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, there's, I think there's a lot to like here and, um, I'm, I am liking it a lot more than season five. Uh, there, it, there's a lot of frustrating aspects of it, but in some ways that makes me want to watch more. Cause I'm like, maybe this is the one where the, the ladies will finally build a shelter properly <laughs> yeah. and you know maybe this is when the men will like actually start taking the game seriously and realize they're just going to keep losing until they do mm -hmm. uh i don't know i i am enjoying it uh and they they made it spicy mm -hmm. they tried to make it spicy and they succeeded in doing so so good job survivor yeah yeah i think the 
doing the gendered tribes here really works from a TV perspective. It's very funny watching these guys kind of trip all over themselves. Like they're tripping over their tongues because they're hanging so far out of their mouths looking at these girls. (laughs) And uh, the girls are just taking it to them despite their bad start at camp. They're, They're bringing it together for the challenges. So it's actually really satisfying to see them kind of take it to the men a little bit when the men came in so overconfident. So I definitely yeah. appreciate that aspect of it. So um, cool. Well, I think that's everything from episode three and uh, we'll, we'll check in uh, next time with how Roger does. Maybe he will have an episode where you don't, your like of him or your dislike of him doesn't increase uh, as has been the case the last That's about episodes. the most I can hope for, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not disliking him more. Right. And in the meantime, follow us on Twitter at SS Survivor Pod. You can follow me on Instagram at BSWebs2. Uh, I didn't watch the video of the votes this week, but I will watch that uh, before our next our next episode so we can see if there are any notable confessionals. Maybe Matthew had something interesting to say for Dan. I'm not I'm not sure about that. So excited to see uh, those. And I think that's it. Uh rate the podcast if you're listening on spotify and you can support us through the anchor link if you would like to do that that should be linked in the description and that's everything for episode three we'll see you back for episode four and until then take care see ya